Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the ride. Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Tamara. Um, I know y'all can probably hear. Listen, this is the first time ever y'all almost didn't get an episode. Today's Wednesday, it's almost 9:30 at night. <laughs> Normally, this is the time when my YouTube video is already up, like scheduled to upload, and I'm just so behind schedule. Just man, it's really hold on let me no I'm gonna go ahead and get there get this off my chest first it's really my car when it was down it just put me behind on so many things and I'm just like playing catch up playing catch up playing catch up and so y'all almost this was like today was a day that I was like man I don't even feel like it's not that I don't feel like recording because like I was telling um, Janae, because I was we just got back from doing laundry and she's I was like, I got to record. And she said something like, I'm sorry or whatever, because it is, you know, almost, you know, it's almost 930. Normally I'm trying to. <sighs> but what I told her, the beautiful thing is this is about my life. So I could just get this stuff off my chest before I get off into what. I want to talk about, so I needed to maybe just get that off real quick. So thank y'all for tuning in. Um, if you're new to the show, new episodes drop every Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and all my regular listeners, regular supporters. I definitely appreciate y'all continuing to just be on this journey because I always give y'all whatever I got. I always say I can only give you what I got. So even if I, I have a topic that I'm going to get into, but I think I got to get some more stuff off my chest first, but I wanted to at least introduce myself and um, thank y'all for tuning in. If you're not, you should follow me on social media. So if you're listening, my website is in the episode notes, TamaraTheDawn.com. You can access my Twitter Instagram, even the show's Facebook page from there. I do follow back pretty much everybody. I interact with people. So if you want to tweet at me, it don't even have to be show related. I'll be trying to encourage, laugh. I mean, make y'all laugh, be petty, whatever. I just be trying to bring joy to the TL. You feel me? So follow me on social media. Um, and then if you're watching, you can see my website at the bottom of the screen. And then let's go ahead and get off into this week's podcast shout out. So this week goes out to the Bobby Dallas show. And it's it's been interesting watching his journey. I've been listening to his show for, I don't know, maybe it's been a year now. And it started off different where he would have different guests on and they would talk about different topics. But he's getting off into like, 
I don't even know what you he calls them hood stories. And so this is like I think he's in the middle of the second and second series or whatever. I don't know what you call them, sir. So I apologize. But entertaining. I mean, it's like a story almost or an audio drama. And so the link to his website. I don't know why I'd be saying it like that. <laughs> his website will be in the episode notes. Um, I got a live show coming up next Wednesday, May 19th at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and 6 p.m. Pacific. I'm having a guest. So the founder of Room for Roots will be on it. She it's a nonprofit where they help people basically get businesses started. And so we're gonna be discussing her program and then just some key principles. For beginner entrepreneurs, more to come on that, but I'll start promoting it pretty soon because it's next Wednesday. I told y'all I'm so far behind and nobody like sets these deadlines. I have my own deadlines, but at least y'all get an episode. So really you won't even be affected by this. This is my own internal struggle right now because I like things to happen at a certain time. So it just feels like it flows better for me because I'm not only just podcasting, blogging, and all these things. I also have a full-time job. (sighs) Anywho, and then, um, so that's Wednesday coming up, and then Saturday, May 22nd is the next podcast happy hour. So if you're not familiar with that, myself, Chris from Shenanigans with Friends, which it's actually going to be on her platform, Jay from Jay's Quick 3, Audrey from Odd Tales Podcast, and Autumn from the Lit Life Podcast. Once a month we get together, excuse me, we bring a piece of each of our show to this basically live happy hour. So it'll be live on her Twitter, Facebook page, and YouTube page. So again, that's Chris with Shenanigans with Friends. The link to her Twitter is in my episode notes so you can follow her and um, stay up on when we, you know, have the next podcast happy hour. It rotates on everyone's platform. That'll be at nine Eastern, eight Central, six Pacific. Um, did I get everything out the way? Yes. So, okay. Stick to the script. That is the theme I'm on right now, where there are so many things just trying to stop me from what I'm already doing, like I said, y'all almost didn't get an episode today just because I'm tired and it's like a different type of tired. Like it's not sleepy tired. It's just like there's been a lot of stuff type tired. But what I'm coming to realize is that when things seem never ending, like even at work, if I have something that can give me a sense of accomplishment or a sense of completion, quote unquote, even though other things go on and on and on forever, it actually helps with like me being mentally healthy because accomplishing things makes me feel good. So even though y'all almost didn't get an episode, you was going to get an episode because I would have actually like it's Some people, when they're going through, they don't drop episodes. But for me, because this is a therapeutic outlet, plus, like I said, I need that sense of accomplishment. I'm going to just talk about what I'm going through. But I have that freedom to do that. 
Um, but with that, it's just been everything has been trying to come against me. So the Room for Roots uh, nonprofit that I mentioned, I actually went through their program and Lord have mercy. So for April, March and April, I was in class and learning stuff, had homework and all these different things. And then when class ended, I had to complete my business plan. So I actually had to write a business plan for my business. Y'all, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology and I got my education while working full time. But when I tell you that trying to write this business plan is literally the hardest thing I've ever done simply because it's not something that's like, I'm passionate about psychology. I'm passionate about interpersonal skills. I'm passionate about the behavior patterns of people. Obviously my whole show is centered around that. So that's like, man, college was great. I was a way better college student than, um, I was in high school. And mind you, I just graduated from college in 2015. So it's not like this was a, like, this was recent, but it's like trying to write this business plan. I had to look up stats for this, the market analysis for that. Just look up all these things. Uh, I had to actually, I'm the type of person that dives into things and figure it out as I go. And then create a template but I had to like think about things ahead of time because and I it makes sense you can't really I mean you can start a business like that but not for what I'm trying to do I'll get into that in a little bit and so having to sit down and think about okay what services do I actually want to offer what do I want the packages to actually look like like all these things. And then how much do I want to charge? And what is my mission statement? What is, who are the customers? Now I did, this is the beautiful thing about going through this program because we had done all the work along the way. It's just actually sitting down and piecing it all together in the business plan was like, like I almost was like, man, forget this. I ain't even about to do this, but that's funny though, because when I was um, graduating college, I remember I was writing my last paper. And my last semester of college, it was five-week semester, so it was an accelerated program, and I had to write a paper every five weeks. I'm a writer, so I love that. I'm not a good test taker. I get test anxiety. I can't remember things and all that stuff. So for me, the writing papers every five weeks was great. But my last semester, because I wanted to graduate and be done with all my classes by the time we could walk and just the way everything was set up, I <clears throat> excuse me, I did like a double class load my last two semesters, actually. And I just remember when I was writing my last paper of my last semester, I was ready to just drop out, like, because I just was like, what like what more do y'all want from me? Like I have nothing left to give y'all. That's how I felt about this business plan because it's kind of like working a full-time job and y'all know I've been working out. So squeezing workouts in after work, then just going from thing to thing sometimes can be a bit much, you know what I'm saying? And so then trying to write this business plan, 
was crazy. I got it done though. Um, had a, like, I'll still have meetings with her. There's support. There's, I have a business mentor. So I met with her Monday and like, we went through my business plan and she was loved how I did it, liked how thorough I was on the services part because it would have been, cause I like really broke it down because I had to think about that because if I'm trying to show this, let's say I try to show this to an investor who wants to maybe sew in financially, then it needs to be detailed. Or even what she said, which was very smart, is that me having it written out also holds me accountable. One, makes me think about, okay, what do you actually want? But then also two, then that's what I have to do because that's what I have to focus and prepare for. So I really have had to just stick to the script. The script is I want to start this business. So the business that I'm start starting, I finally found language. <laughs> you know, that's the cool thing about doing the market analysis and all that. But I found language for what I'm going to be starting. So it's going to be a consulting service. I'm going to be doing professional development and coaching. So basically personal and professional development, but that's a more business savvy way to say to say it from what I found when I was researching stuff. But in my career for the past 10 years, I have worked in the social work field. And that's basically what I've been doing for the past 10 years. But the interesting the interesting thing is when you take what I do, and I remember telling my mom this like I want to say a couple years ago that if I take my skills in any other industry, I'm going to be better off financially because for whatever reason, the social work field is just, it's just not a financially lucrative field. And it sucks because, because the work we do is so, it can be so emotionally draining because you meet people that are going through such extreme circumstances sometimes. And it's really that it has to be kind of like passion work more so than thinking you really about to be just making all this money. But I'm just at this point that I've been doing this for 10 years and it's kind of crazy because at my job, you don't like I have a bachelor's degree, but not everybody does. And it almost in some ways doesn't feel like it means much for me to have one because I'm not really financially making that much. I mean, I don't know how much people make, but I just know people that started when I started that didn't have a bachelor's degree made the same amount of money I made. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, and I came in with experience. So it's not like I was fresh out of college because sometimes they try to get you with that. But I already had, like I said, I've been working in this field for 10 years. And at my job, I've only been there uh, two and a half years. So I had experience, you know what I'm saying? But taking those skills into a different industry is just so, it's going to be so much better for me financially. So I'm working and even, this is the dope thing about doing the research. That's why it's good to build a solid foundation when you are starting something, especially when you're starting something that you've never done before. But what I learned is that even if I was to start off as an entry level 
consultant at a consulting firm. So like working for someone else instead of working for myself, I would still make a lot more money than what I make now. So this is the direction that I'm going in. However, to get there, especially the way I'm trying to do it. And part of why I'm trying to start a company is because as I've mentioned, I'm launching a brand more to come on that because I got to get that trademark. So Shout out to Jackie, Jackie O Management. She's on Twitter. Like she's a YouTuber as well, but she also like professionally does taxes and other business stuff. And so I had a consultation with her a few months ago. And so I was kind of telling her what I want to do and try to figure out the best way to do it professionally. And she suggested that I basically kind of turn my brand into an, well, she said LS, LLC, but I'm actually going S Corp because that's what's going to be better for what I'm trying to do. But either way, she was saying, turn it into a business. And then the brand that I start will be a subsidiary of my company. And it'll be Tamara the Dawn Incorporated is the name of my company. So part of why I did that is just to kind of keep things consistent with Tamara the Dawn and you know, because that's my website. That's who I am on social media. So I'm very much about efficiencies when it comes to certain things and stuff just lining up. That's just how I am even at work. If I'm going to be doing the same thing over and over, I'll have templates. That's what I do with podcasting in my notes on my iPhone. I have different templates for third, you know, Wednesday promotion, Thursday promotion, Friday promotion, Monday promotion, because those are the main scheduled days that I promote things. Then even for blogging and for the different, you know, when I get into the movie tears episodes with Baylor and Cedric, shout out to them. So I'm just a person that is all about efficiency. And so Tamara the Dawn Incorporated is my company name. And then everything that I do, because I, who I could do anything, because it's my company, and as like I'm not gonna do anything just to do it. Like even now, I get a lot of, and it's been like that for a while, but I'm it's even more so now. I get a lot of emails from people wanting me to be like brand ambassadors, but it's brand ambassadors for I've never heard of you, and then you want me to buy your stuff and blah, 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 blah. I'm not about to do that. Now, if somebody that I already use your product was to reach out to me and say, hey, do you want to have a collaboration? That I would do because it's authentic. So I'm not somebody out here trying to just do stuff for the sake of doing it. But, you know, I started the company so that everything else that I do can just easily be a registered trademark of my company just to make things whatever. And so with that, um, it's been a crazy, crazy journey just because I've had to push past my fears. I've had to push past like my doubts. I've cried. I'm trying to tell you when I was working on that business plan because it was very hard to find market analysis information free, first of all, because they want you to pay for a lot of stuff. And also, and when I say pay, I'm like hundreds of dollars and I'm like hundreds of dollars for a business plan that really 
I don't need a business plan to start a business. This is for if I'm trying to get investors. I'm not about to spend hundreds of dollars. And you might not even have the information that I need because it was hard to find for my specific type of consulting. Like there was a lot for uh, IT consulting, environmental consulting, and even like people that are going to be going into companies and consulting with executives to kind of get the company to run better. But mine is more so personal and professional development for individuals. So like job readiness skills and resume creation, um, creating standard operating procedures for small businesses, and then um, goal creation, success and accountability strategies. And then I'm also going to, because I'm I'm meeting people that they're trying to get into like content creation and stuff like that. And I'm still, I said this before, I am creating some content to try to, it'll be YouTube videos to try to help people who need help with being more efficient with promoting and branding and then networking and professional etiquette because it's really lacking in the podcast industry and it it like drives me crazy. But if you know me professionally, if I work somewhere and it lacks professional etiquette or if they don't have standard operating procedures or just different things, that drives me crazy just in general. So I'm trying to, not I'm trying to, I'm going to create content to just have some free videos out there for, hey, this is what you could just watch. You don't need to pay me for this or anything. But then I'm also, this is just people that are like, I already had it in my mind that I kind of wanted to do it. And for me, like when I'm in my mind wanting to do something and it's what I'm actually supposed to do. God, the universe, whoever makes sense to you will confirm it by like having things come that kind of like, okay, yep, this is a need. Yep, this is whatever. So I've been already kind of coaching people on that don't really know much about social media or um, networking or stuff like that. And but they want to create content because man, networking is a huge, huge, huge part of the industry, but it has to be done in a way that's mutually beneficial. So many people that I come across, now not all of y'all, y'all know who y'all are, who are like, we mutually support each other either in retweet groups or we're just cool and we support each other or because I retweet a lot of people's stuff, then okay, they'll return the favor. Like, you know, stuff like that. But then you come across the people that I've talked about this. They follow you. I follow them back because they're a content creator. They instantly DM me with this long paragraph. And the whole paragraph is how me supporting them would mean so much to them. But not once did they obviously pay attention to the fact that my bio says I'm a content creator and say, hey, follow for follow back or sub for sub. I used to get those DMs. Now I get just the do this stuff for me because it would mean so much to me. And that's not mutually beneficial. And I don't know you. So why do I care about that? Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm for supporting people, but come on now, you're not about to just use me. So because of these things, I'm creating videos so that like new content creators 
understand that you can't also don't get used by people because I came in, I think, a little too nice in the beginning. And then I've had to just kind of like really assess my environment and then act accordingly, still walking in love and kindness, kindness, because that's just who I am. But all that said, that's what my company is going to be focused on. And so, you know, I had to think about, okay, well, within that, what specific services am I going to offer within that? What are the packages going to look like? And it's, it's a lot of work. And then y'all, when I finished the business plan, then that's when some more work starts because now I have to create everything related to my services. So I have to do my standard operating procedures, which it's nothing. I've done all of these things before in different programs I've ran or jobs I've held or whatever. But the thing about it is normally I do it after the fact because I like I was leaving a company actually and I created a standard operating procedure because the way that I learned is I did the role for about a year as a regular employee and then was promoted to run the program. And so I was able to get trained for about a year with my former boss and learn everything that needed to be done during the school year in different holidays and in the summer and just all these things. But there wasn't going to be that person that was replacing me. They weren't going to get that benefit of working with me for a year and learning. So I created a standard operating procedure that was just kind of a guideline like you can do what you want with the program because it's yours to run. But this is like these are the key components that are important. And then this is the I didn't say like step for step do it how I did it. I'm a person of this is the end goal this is what, sh- not what should happen. Um, this is the di- desired outcome. Here is a method to get there, but here are a few methods. But then if you understand the desired outcome, then you can maybe come up with your own method. It's your program, do what you want type thing. But I just, you know, kind of did it the way I did it and explained that to her and did it the way, like even told her the journey of things I added to the program that I felt were very valuable that weren't as strong of a focus, like conflict resolution, like on a deeper level or how to deal with your own personal issues. Because a lot of people lose jobs because the program that I was running was helping ninth to 12th graders get and keep jobs. But a lot of even adults will lose jobs because they can't balance work and crisis in life. Like it is very, um, I have been through some stuff. I'm trying to tell you, I've talked about it a lot on here. I remember going through my divorce. So I got divorced in 07. And I remember because of the way we split up, we got into it. uh, I left the house and went to stay elsewhere. And, um, Okay, I ain't even I'm a I'm a uh go a little more in detail with that. So like we got into it and it's interesting because <laughs> I was going to go do laundry and go do something at my homegirl's house and I just remember we had already been like beefing, arguing, just having all these issues leading up to that and I just remember him being like, "Well, if you leave, don't come back." 
And so that's what I did because I was already tired. You know what I'm saying? And we have been back and forth for like the whole time we were married. So it was just, I was at, when I get tired of stuff, I'm, I can't do it no more. And so we ended up going to a shelter, me and the girls. I kept my job throughout that whole time. And (laughs) it was some stuff like a lot of crazy things happen, but I was able to balance, like keep my personal life, not allow it to affect my work. And that's kind of what I've had to continue to carry just throughout other things that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like when the girl's dad passed away, I remember I took that next day off, but then I was back at work the next day. But also remember what I said at the beginning for me, uh, like accomplishing things, knocking things off my to-do list, stuff like that makes is like helpful to me. So like, that's kind of how I cope to like diving into things not to distract me because I still deal with it, but I compartmentalize it where it's like, okay, these eight and a half or nine hours at work, depending on what job I had, I can just focus on this because I'm always in my head when I have downtime anyway. So I know when I go home and it's just me laying in my bed, my mind is going to cause me to process whatever. So it's not like really me escaping it. It's like getting a break from it. So I can think about something else and feel like, oh, I'm a good worker and my boss is praising me and this, that, and the other. So if you don't have those skills, though, you will lose your job. And so that's something that if you can learn that at a young age, like I said, I dealt with ninth to 12th graders. That's something that I felt was important to add to the program. And so I did that. But throughout all this, starting this business thing, it's like, okay, I have to stick to the script. Like if the goal is to get this business launched, because I'm not going to just have a business. Like if I'm telling y'all about it, it's, I don't talk about stuff as I'm doing it. Generally, generally, I just like to the rest of the world that doesn't listen to my podcast, it'll seem like, where did this come from? Y'all, will kind of know and have an idea because y'all listen. And that's literally, I told y'all months ago that I've been here. I'm going to share more of what's going on in my life with y'all. I don't make statuses. If I make tweets, it's usually because I'm trying to encourage somebody else because I feel like they could maybe relate to whatever I'm going through. But even with that, I'm, I'm vague because it's like a lot of times people don't really care or they're just trying to be nosy. Y'all might be just trying to be nosy too, but y'all giving me a stream for being nosy. You feel me? So it's mutually beneficial. I'm telling you my business. You're giving me a stream, you know? So I figure this is my place to just kind of externally process because I am an external process. I work things out by talking it out. So this is beneficial for me. But for everybody else, me starting a business is kind of going to be like, what? But it is what it is. So if I'm trying to start this business, I know I didn't spend two months going through this program to not write the business plan. So I got to stick to the script because I had to have that done before we could file the paperwork to actually register my business with the state. So I can't 
do the program, write the business plan, get my business registered, and then not launch the business. But I can't just launch the business and someone come to me for professional development and coaching and I don't have things kind of mapped out. Now, plans can be customized. So if they need things that are not in the basic packages, then boom, we could add this down the other. But even with that, having a basic package and then saying, oh, we can customize. I even have to think about, okay, well, what add-on services are services that I can actually do? Because I know a lot of people that do a lot of different things. So if you need something that I don't know how to do, I'm not necessarily going to learn how to do it just for the sake of money. I'm going to refer you to someone else. That's why if someone comes to me and they're like, hey, I'm trying to start content creation, I'm going to tell them there's free videos on YouTube. If that's sufficient for you and you don't need one-on-one coaching to really break that down, save your money and go do that because I'm not about just trying to get money. I work in the social field because I have a genuine heart to help people. I am a teacher at heart. You You should be able to tell that by the way I structure my show is my life in the ways I'm trying to grow. There's always a lesson. There's always encouragement. There's always whatever, even on the ones when I vent, which is not as frequent anymore. But even with that, it's still, if there's one takeaway this, because that's just who I am. So I want to help people grow, be professional, um, especially my people, especially black women simply because I have been the first black woman to do A, B, or C, or the first black woman to work here, or the first black woman to whatever. And there's such a stigma for how people, I'll never forget when I was in college, like towards the beginning of my college career, someone, a boss that I had, we were talking about whatever. And I, and I don't remember what we were talking about. That's irrelevant. But what I do remember is her trying to tell me that I don't act black. And I asked her what that was based on. And it was really based on the fact that I was, um, in college and, you know, just, I don't even remember what else. I just remember that being one of the things or the times I've gotten told, well, you act white or you talk white or you whatever. And, and that's always been a huge pet peeve of mine because why is there such a, a stigma of what you know, a stereotype, but also a stigma of what you think that you attribute things that anybody could do. Really? Anybody could go to college. Now, Let's take systemic issues and all that out of the equation. Just brain capacity and all these things. Anybody can go to college. Anybody can work really hard and work a full-time job. I think that might have had something to do with it. Work a full-time job and grind and raise kids and um, like go to college. And I'm not saying everyone has to do it. And if you don't do it, something's wrong with you. What I'm saying is it's not special that I did it simply because I'm a black woman. It's not special that I am professional at work and am educated and um, think the way I think or 
move the way I've moved or have been able to be promoted or all the things I've done throughout my career. It's not special that I do that because I'm a black woman. I just happen to be a black woman doing those things. So because of that, the brand that I'm launching and the only reason I have not mentioned the name yet, and there's like barely anybody knows. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think like a handful maybe of people know it and two of that handful are my daughters you know what I'm saying like um not many people know the brand because I want to get a trademark but when it comes out it is really about uplifting starting with black women but then it'll branch out into black men just black people You'll understand it when I tell you what the name is and once you see me promoting it or all that. But that is for a reason because of what I've been through. And even I was listening to, shout out to Vivi, I was listening to her podcast earlier today, Not So, Not Perfect, Just, Not So Perfect, Just Broke. If I got it wrong, I'm sorry because I don't have it written down because this is just off the dome. But I was listening to her podcast earlier and it started off them talking about um, social media versus reality. But then what it got into her and her guests, I don't remember what his profession was or any of that stuff. But one of the things he said is something I have always said is that when women say they're going natural, how just backwards that is in the sense that you are born with your hair coming out of your head in a certain way. So, so to say I'm going natural is almost saying like you're doing something as if your hair was born pressed and straight. No, you're returning to natural. But then he was like talking about how the way the culture was shaped makes you think things are normal or sound right or whatever when they really don't. And I've always said, I feel like I've said it on this platform before, how I've never understood how someone could try to say that natural hair, the way a black woman and black men hair naturally go out of their head is unprofessional or all these things based on what? Because we didn't have any choice in how we were Oh, excuse me, created the color of our skin, any of that stuff. So because of that, you know, and because you just, you want to, I want to, whatever I do, my platform, whatever influence I ever have in the world, it's always to promote unity. It's always to um, uplift people like everybody but this is something I'm specifically doing for us simply because we deserve it. We need it. Like, that's just how I feel about it. Whoever feels a different kind of way, it's okay. You're entitled to that. But notice that one thing I never do is bash people. Like, I don't, you don't have to tear someone else down in order to make yourself feel a way better unless you're toxic like I don't have to tear y'all down to feel good about myself I don't have to be out here saying I'm better than you to try to make myself feel better 
I just need to know my worth. So that's what everything I'm doing is just about uplifting people. There may be people that are struggling with their worth. That's why I always talk about the importance of not having toxic relationships, etc. But then I also am creating something that I want people to have it as a stamp that's like, I'm wearing this brand, this shirt, this there's going to be a lot of different stuff that I'm going to have under this brand because it helps me out loud unapologetically, even though that word sounds so cliche because it's very overused and it's even used in some toxic ways too, but nevertheless, unapologetically like show my worth because this means this and I, you'll, you know, more to come on that. So, all that said, I already have the logo created, even in that vein. I already have the tagline and the logo for that that's going to be kind of like the seal of authentication. I've done all that, so I have to stick to the script. The script is I want the brand to launch. Like, the brand came before the idea for the company came because the brand was actually going to be just a shirt. I was designing merchandise. Y'all know I've talked about merchandise on here before. I've promoted it, this, that, and the other. It's still there. It's just I'm super busy, so I'm doing the bare minimum with, like, promoting or whatever. If you want to check out my merchandise, though, it's on my website, TamaraTheDawn.com. There's stuff on there. Yeah, there's the podcast logo, but there's also stuff for you to promote yourself as a content creator, as a podcaster, or uh, be encouraged or whatever. There's just a lot of different stuff on there. But go on one of the shop tabs on my website. Okay. The brand was just going to be a design. And then I made up a word. I made up a, def a definition. I'm very big on a play on words. You should be able to tell by the name of my show is Tamara Till the Break of Dawn. My first name is Tamara. My middle name really is Dawn. So just a play on words. That's just how I've always kind of been. I like to flip things and reverse it it's okay anyways um I like to you know have a good play on words and so I made up this word I made up the definition and I started to just create merchandise but the world we live in being a content creator and me seeing people I'll hear something on one show First, they maybe hear something similar on somebody else's show or people talk about different topics or there could be somebody that I don't know that could see this and could steal this. And then I'd be mad simply because it's something I made up. If I didn't make it up, I don't care. But I actually made this word up. So then I had to research, OK, how do you legally protect things? And then just this whole process. And here we are. So I can't do all that have a logo, have this, and not stick to the script. I got to stick to the script. I got to stick to the script. Trust the process is another way to say that. But if I have a idea, a dream, or whatever, which, yes, working for myself is the goal. Even my boss knows that I'm working towards leaving the company. She knows that because I forget when I won a podcast award and I, you know, talked to her about different stuff and 
like my coworkers know about my podcast because it is what it is. It's up there. So there's no point in me acting like they can't accidentally stumble upon it or whatever. And plus some of my coworkers are my Facebook friends, but when I won the most helpful podcaster award in December or no, not December. I don't even remember when that was, whenever that was, um, she was like jokingly cause I text her like when I found out I won and she jokingly said, don't get all famous and tr- leave us or whatever. Now, y'all already know I've said this multiple times on here. My goal is not to become a famous podcaster because this is a therapeutic outlet for me and I don't want anyone or anything to feel like it has control over how I do what I do or over my content. Like, this is all my stuff. But what that did let me know, because at that time I was already making moves and doing things. I don't think I had started the the course, the program yet, but I was like already signed up for it and I was going to be starting it. So I did tell her like, Hey, this is what I'm working towards. I don't know when I'm going to leave, man. If somebody wants to sew into my company, I can send you my business plan so that I could leave just because I really just want to invest in that. I already have work waiting for me. Like so many things are lined up for my success. And if I'm honest, I will grind and I will do both. And I will have consultations in the evening and work during the the day for as long as I have to. But I really, if I'm honest, I really don't want that to be for a long time just because that's been my life work hard during the day, go to school, work hard during the day. I did a different type of consulting um, when I was working for somebody before. I've worked two jobs. I've, I mean, even now content creating and working full-time content creating is a full-time job when you record, edit, promote, and network and do everything yourself. Like, you know, so she knows that that is the goal. But what I love is that she said, I mean, we can find anybody to replace you. She didn't say like this. I'm just summarizing. I would always though, this is verbatim. I would always want you to do what's best for your family. And so like, that is the goal, but I can't have that goal and not stick to the script and not walk it out and not do whatever. So that's my encouragement to you. If you are out here trying to work towards something and even through discouragement, cry, push past them doubts, because the thing about it is you'll regret if you don't try. Now, I'm of the mindset that if I actually try to do something and maybe it doesn't work out, what I'm seeing in hindsight as me coming to this place really has been 10 years in the making. So it's like, I can see that I've been being prepared for this even via my failures. But had I not tried this and tried that or whatever, that I'm like, in hindsight, that wasn't supposed to be what I would what I wanted it to be, because I wouldn't be getting to this and what it will be. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. So that's one way you got to make sure to stick to the script. Then on the flip side of that, I am in a very busy, very focused time. So let me add on that real quick. 
sometimes sticking to the script means flipping up the way you do the way you the way you do the things you do. So I work full time. I'm trying to start a company. I'm a podcast or I like to just say content creator because I also blog. And then I work out. I have been dedicated to my Snatch 40s journey. I talk about that a lot, but I'm really proud of myself because if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that consistency was not a strength of mine. Like I can't even believe like I'm really on this, but public accountability helps me because as I'm speaking it out and I'm telling people about like, yeah, have silent moves. So there's part of stuff that I'm just not telling y'all because for what, but sometimes for me, not sometimes for me, public accountability has helped keep me going. It's not even about the people who tell me I'm encouraging them or, or I'm inspiring them with their workout journey because of my faithfulness, although I, I appreciate that. But it's really just me like April when I said my goal is to close my Apple ring every day, Apple watch ring, exercise ring every day. I had to do that. And every time I felt like I didn't want to work out, I thought about the fact that I made that public and everybody would see me not succeed. People probably really don't even care, but there probably are also people out there that because they struggle, there are just people in this world. And it's, it's so interesting because there's people in this world that because they're unhappy with themselves or because they can't succeed at things, they will almost like hope you don't. Like I remember when I was starting college, I can think of three specific people. I no longer talk to any of them, not because we fell out. It's just the way life, we just don't talk. Who tried to talk me out of going to the college that I knew I was supposed to go to and also tried to talk me doing out of, do, out of doing the program that I knew I was supposed to do, that I did graduate from early, you feel me, but they did try to talk me out of it because it was hard for them. But you are you and I'm me. And it's not that I'm better than anyone or whatever. We're just different. You know what I'm saying? And so I've told y'all some of my motivators that it looks like, oh, wow, she just hasn't missed the episode or she's successful with her work. Yeah, but that's also what's healthy for me is not numbing my pain, not this, that, and the other, but pouring my pain into something else. So with that Snatch 40s journey and with me, like I said, I was working on a business plan. Now I got to create all the service documents, contracts, intake paperwork, or I don't know if that's the business term. I got to flip it from the social work term, but whatever, it's the same thing. Initial consultation form. There we go. Um, I got to do all that still. So before what I would do was I would work out after work. Okay. I get off at 445. I would usually start working out about five. The workouts right now I'm doing insanity, but in general workouts are at least 30 minutes. Then I got to shower. Then I got to cook or I got to do whatever I got to do. Where does that really leave time to now, on top of that, have to create all these documents in advance of being able to 
provide services to people. There's not really time for that unless I'm going to be up all night. But regardless, I got to start work at 8.15. However, I had to flip some things. Now I work out in the morning. So now I get up at 6. Thank God things have shifted with my daughter's school. So I don't have to take her to school. I work from home. So I don't have the traffic commute. So I wake up at 6 like get awake because I'm this is day two of this so I just started doing this this week because I was just like I had a, a consultation quote unquote with the therapist who I already have office space waiting for me like ooh, this this hair is just and I don't even care but I even have office space waiting for me because I ain't going to be meeting people at my house and I'm not about to be in Starbucks because those it's loud and it's not private and, you know, who knows what people will need to meet for. But uh, she wants me to do the standard operating procedures for her clinic. And so we had like a initial consultation because I've written them for myself but I have not ever written them for anybody else. So even though she's still going to pay me, um, she's helping me learn how to um, ask the questions quicker and more efficiently to get the answers that I need so that I can provide the service, you know, thoroughly and accurately and please the customers. So she's helping me before I get there. That way, when I launch, I already know that just by, because I do learn by doing. Just like I said, somebody is already, um, I'm already doing like content creator consulting or whatever with them. So these people are helping me to be efficient. They're, they're giving me like the learn as I go, but before I start. So then once the business actually officially launches, I already have I feel like for me, a uh, more like efficient because I'm all about efficiencies. I don't like I, you know, talk things out and I'm an external processor on here because this is like my public journal. But at work, I'm trying to do things efficiently. Like I said, I have templates. I'm not trying to like I figure it out as I go when I figure out how I can continue to be more and more efficient and learn and all that stuff. So. Okay, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Man, I was doing so good. Like, I completely, I don't know, but I was having the consultation with her. That's what it was. And then it just made me realize all the other things that I need to do to fill in the meat of the business plan. The business plan is cool, but now I got to have all the stuff related to each thing. How am I do all that if I'm working out after work and I'm not going to get up early and do that because my mind isn't even going to be fully awake. So now I'm a morning workout person and it's still sticking to the script. The script, the goal is get this business launched and whatever. I got to stick to the script. So with that, I'm very busy right now. So then that means I have to turn down different things right now. And I kind of talked about this last week. But I want to hone in on it in this way, on this week, because there are many different ways that you can explain the same thing to make sure that 
kind of like a, oh yeah, remember I said this type thing. Cause for right now, this isn't a series, but it's just always my life and how I'm trying to grow. So this is how I'm trying to grow right now. I've had to turn down being a guest on, man, like I said, I don't know if it was last week or the week before in April, I was a guest on a lot of people's show and did a lot of live shows and like a lot more than I ever have. And I, I enjoyed it and I am grateful that people wanted me to be on their show, but I don't have time for that this month. So I've actually had to turn down offers to be guests on people's show, turn down offers to do even fun stuff simply because, or it has to fit in my schedule. Like I will make time for certain things, but I have to kind of be choosy right now about what and who I give my time to because I got to stick to the script. And sometimes things and people and not even excuse me, on purpose or maliciously, but sometimes people could get you off track and get you away from the script. I am in a very busy, very focused season right now. Everything I'm trying to do is about making a better future for my family, but then also the Snatch 40, so getting myself back together physically just so I feel... (laughs) good inside but also you know what I'm saying outside too because I haven't always been even though I've made progress that's great I know where I've been in life and I'm still not where I want to be though I'm making progress but then also being able to do insanity you know I take breaks when I can't or you know because I can only do what I could do but just being able to do it and seeing myself grow and even with that sticking to the script I've done insanity before and I remember I wasn't consistent with working out period so I definitely wasn't sticking to it six days a week so at least I get Sundays off okay now this is starting to bother me whatever um at least I get Sundays off Last month, I had no days off. So for me, that's a win because I can go hard for six days and then it's like, boom, on Sunday, I don't have to get up early on Sunday. I don't like because we don't go to church till the 11 o'clock service. So Sunday's like my day now of, okay, my day of rest. And it's not like I don't have a day of rest because I, I don't work or anything on Saturdays. But it's in a different way to where it's like, I don't have to even work out. So though I would skip days and I would this, that and the other, and I wasn't sticking to the program. And I'm noticing that as I'm sticking to the program, (laughs) of course, he know what he's doing. He's Sean T. He's been doing all kinds of workouts before that and even since that. But what I'm noticing is that as I'm sticking to the script, the calendar the order of the workout events, the workout sessions, I mean, and all that, I'm seeing how it all goes together and makes sense. Like when I first started, now, mind you, I was already working out and shout out to Bully Juice. His workouts are crazy too, but his workouts are usually either 10 or 15 minutes. Maybe one of them was 20 and there's always a, a break. 
And insanity is just a dip. Insanity is exactly what it sounds like. Insanity. You're pushing yourself. You're whatever. Y'all, the warm up is insane. You know what I'm saying? I am getting better and better at almost making it through almost. And it depends, but almost making it through the warm up without meaning a break. And that's an accomplishment because the warm up is crazy. Jumping jacks, and I've said this on here before, are not my strength. I'm getting better at jumping jacks. You know what I'm saying? But even though I was already working out when I first started, I remember my legs were on fire. My legs even just felt tight, like needing to stretch more and all this stuff. But as I'm sticking to the program and sticking to the workouts and doing them all, sticking to the six days a week, I'm seeing how much I'm growing even physically to be able to do more and more and go a little harder and a little harder. And maybe like he be, he calls them he doesn't call them suicides. Basically, they're like burpees, but you you jump up, go down, do a... So you jump up, or I mean you jump down, <laughs> do four or eight push-ups, then do the mountain climbers, but the ones where you're on the ground, he calls them something else, and then you jump back. Like, the, it's insanity. Now... I'm the kind of person, this is why I work out by myself. When people ask me if they could work out with me, I always say no. If you want me to hold you accountable, like encourage you, you can follow my Apple Watch. I can even send you reminder texts or whatever. I'll do that. But having somebody work out with me, I don't want that because when I'm dying, I just want to die by myself. Like I don't need somebody else there dying with me. So with those level one drills, I think is what he calls them. I'd be like, I remember the first time I was like, okay, if I could do one full set because your girl, man, this is after we done did a whole bunch of other stuff in this set of workouts or whatever. That's not like the first one. That's like towards the end of the set. So we've already done all these things. And then he's like, okay, now level one drills. So I'm like, okay, if I could at least do one full thing, Okay, I'm cool. Um, and I, when I'm saying I'm dying, it's not me not wanting to do it. It's literally I'm sweat dripping in my eyes, can't breathe. Like, it's just crazy. However, now I'm pushing myself to, okay, maybe I could try to do 2%. And also, if I can't do two full ones, Maybe I don't need to have to worry about completing a whole set. Just do what I can. So it's helping me shift my mindset by continuing to stick to the script. But I'm also seeing myself get a little more and more stronger. I still have areas that are weak, like the the tricep dips and all these things. But I just keep trying and whatever I can do, I can do and whatever I can't. I can't. And then I just come back to it. You know what I'm saying? Stick to the script. And even he says throughout the workouts, stop when you need to, because it's important to have the right form over trying to hurry up and get these things. So that's the thing too, is that I think with every other workout, there was a modified version that you could do. So I would do the modified version when I 
couldn't do, you know, like there's even modified jumping jacks that you can do. But I'm really focusing right now on form and doing the version that they're doing on this DVD. You know what I'm saying? So sticking to the script, it's going to have a better foundation for me for working out. So then when I go back to something else, I'm going to be able to go hard. You know what I'm saying? And even be more advanced than that. And then I'll, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to do it in June too, or just through, it's a 60 day program, I think. And I think I'm going to, for the first time ever, I've had this DVD for years but I've never been consistent on my workout journey. I think for the first time ever, I'm going to also do it in June so that I can actually, for the first time ever at the age of 41, by the end of June, I will be 41. My birthday is next month, June 27. Hey, but anyways, I am going to have completed insanity for the first time ever. I guess that's the goal. I guess I didn't put it out there in the public. Um, so, okay. <laughs> because I was thinking that, but I was kind of wrestling with it. But I like to challenge myself. You know, I also get a little sense of pride when people see that I'm doing insanity and they say, man, I used to do that. Or, man, you more power to you or just what I like that not because it makes me feel better than anybody, but it's, it is nice to get that encouragement of, yes, you see it. You, you see it, you see, you know what I'm saying? When people tell me they see my snatch forties uh, results or they, they see whatever, or my mom will tell me, you know, she sees me slimming down or my kids will tell me or whatever. I, I appreciate that because I'm putting in all this hard work and it's so easy to get in your head and feel like you're not getting anywhere because you're not where you want to be yet. But that's the whole point of stick to the script because you're not going to get there if you quit because you're not there yet. But then the crazy thing is embrace the journey at the same time. And that's why I'm um, thinking a lot about how I've grown. Like even I celebrate, celebrate every milestone. Like I finished my business when I finished the program in my own little way, I celebrated. But when I finished that business plan that I, I mean, when I say I cried, I'm telling y'all like I've cried a lot lately, actually, <laughs> but I cried, you know what I'm saying? And so once it was completed, I celebrated. Now, celebrating for me right now is <laughs> doing nothing. And I've been really getting into comedy specials on Netflix. Man, shout out to uh, Everything Culture Podcast because on Instagram they posted just, I think it was yesterday, uh, this comedian on, um, he has three Netflix specials. His name is Joe Coy. So J-O and then Coy is K-O-Y. He is a, what did he say? Asian and white dude. Hilarious. I only watched one of the specials. I can't remember. It was the the oldest one. So if you look at him, dude had me crying. I love to laugh though. So for me, celebrating the fact that I got my business plan done, had my meeting with her. She, you know, I don't want to say praise me for it, but she, you know, said I did a good job or whatever. That was my celebration. Had me a drink, watched that Netflix comedy special, 
should I have maybe recorded an episode yesterday? Maybe, but hey, that was my celebration. You got to celebrate the milestones. But what I realized is that then trying to get up at six o'clock this morning because shout out to Chris, even she's a mixologist. Chris from Shenanigans with Friends, who podcast Happy Hour will be on her show May 22nd at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. But anyway, anywho, she's been teaching us um, different drinks. And so then when she teaches us, then I can make them myself. And so one of them is called Drunk in Love or whatever. You feel me? So, you know, I had a couple of those or whatever, just trying to feel good. Getting up at six o'clock this morning was definitely. Um, I mean, I got up, I got up, I worked out, but my workout was more of a struggle, probably because I didn't have a hangover or anything like that. But it just made me realize okay, maybe I only need to celebrate on the days that I, the nights before I don't have to get up at six in the morning because I still need to get up because I just need to get my workout out the day like workout out the way in the morning and then get on with my day like I had a lot of stuff to do today I had I went to buy my mom's I had to go do laundry and then now I'm recording so it's like when would I have had time to work out today and with the schedule being Monday through Sunday there's not really wiggle room if I'm going to stick to the script so can it be hard at times? Yes, but sometimes, and I've taught, I've been on this journey my entire life, really, but throughout this show, I've always talked about how I'm trying to not be moved by my feelings. I've been talking about that this whole time. This is, y'all are seeing now, but I'm 41. I've been, or 40 been on this journey for a long time where I've always done things based on how I feel. So I am proud of myself now, but don't see 40 year old Tam and you see where I'm at. This is why I am transparent about my struggles because a lot of times people see you, people think just because you see me doing all these things doesn't mean I don't have doubts. I doubt myself all the time. doesn't mean that just because you see me doing all these things doesn't mean I don't have fears, doesn't mean I don't have anxiety about things. I can't even, I don't even like calling people on the phone. I saw a meme that was like introverts because in real, I am an introvert. I am not rejuvenated by being around people. I am rejuvenated by alone time. That is the definition of an introvert. A definition of an extrovert is someone who is life like you are rejuvenated, but being around a lot of people is life-giving to you. That's an extrovert. That's not me. Being around a lot of people, especially depending on the type of energy, because I be peeping vibes and feeling them and all that stuff, it can be draining. So for me, an introvert, calling people, I don't like calling people. That's why I text most people. And when I call people, even people that I've known forever, except for like my mom, my brother, you know, my kids, those are like the main people I talk to. Um, yeah, for the most part on the phone, my, one of my sisters, I'll FaceTime her, but it took me a while to get to the point of like, just FaceTiming her without like, 
texting first and scheduling. I've kind of gotten into whatever. But it takes a lot for me to call people. So there are things that give me anxiety that maybe is easy for you. So don't see me doing these things and think like I don't have struggles because I, I do. I talk about them, but not even all of them talk about most of them on this show though. Or if you know me, I'm pretty transparent about maybe not the external circumstances I'm going through, but feelings. Yes. And simply because external circumstances can like cause people to get distracted from the feelings or whatever and you know whatever but I am really 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 working on trying to stick to the script right now because I have goals and I'm not gonna get there if I'm moved by every little thing and how I feel you feel me so my encouragement to y'all stick to the script don't allow yourself to get you off track by not being faithful and consistent. It is a journey. It is hard, but it is worth it. But also don't let other people get you off track by trying to have you distracted by stuff that doesn't help you to meet your goals. It's okay to be selfish with your time. Hell, all the time, really. But for a season, it is okay to focus on you and your goals while you're trying to get whatever until you have more time to dedicate to people. Like once I get all these documents out the way, yeah, I'll have clients, but that's not going to necessarily be an everyday thing or, you know, it's not going to be what it is right now. So right now I'm having to be very stingy with my time, but I got to stick to the script. In addition to that, as always, make sure you are taking care of your mental health. Figure out what works for you because what works for me may not work for you. For me, being focused on goals really actually is really good for my mental health. I have on my desk right now action items. And I love crossing things off my list of action items because it makes me feel accomplished. It's really a milestone that I could celebrate. Celebrate the milestones. That's good for your mental health because sometimes if you have a a goal, um, that's why I started creating monthly goals with my Snatched 40s journey because what I would notice is every two months I do progress picks. And... I always have this sense of anxiety when I, it takes me a while from the time I take the picture in the morning to the time I post it. It's usually a while because all I'm doing is nitpicking at the things that I still need to work on. And and I'm like, bruh, you know, but since my goal is going to take a while to get there, you know what I'm saying? If I have a monthly goal and I meet that monthly goal, that is a milestone that I could celebrate along the way to the larger goal. Cause truth be told, I could die tomorrow and not even meet the goal, but at least I got to celebrate the milestone of meeting my April goal. If I die in June, I mean, we all going to die one day, but if I die in June, then I'll get the joy of celebrating meeting the, the May goal. You know what I'm saying? So celebrate the milestones along the way set, short-term goals that can be checkpoints for you to get to your long-term goal 
Um, that's basically what celebrating the milestones is. See, there's many different ways to say the same thing. And somehow I've always been able to explain things different ways and am willing to, to help someone understand stuff. So take care of your mental health, take care of your emotional health, um, take care of your physical health your spiritual health, whatever that looks like for you. As I always say, mine is my relationship with God. It could be different for you. That's okay. As long as you're being spiritually healthy, we all have spirits, so they need to be healthy. And then also I added this one, man, make sure you have healthy relationships. People can be so toxic and I, uh, family, friends, I, day ones don't mean nothing. And I said this on the last episode. If they're toxic, uh-uh. You, we ain't got time for that. It's 2021. We got all these things going on. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Now we got this gas shortage right now. Um, We've lost so many people. We've been through so many things. It's like the people that are in your circle or your square or your whatever should be life giving mutually beneficial relationships. And if they're not decide if you need to talk to that person and, you know, trying to hash things out, if it's not even worth it to talk to them, fall back. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have, you don't even have to necessarily explain yourself, like be okay with just saying no and be okay with, potentially being the villain in somebody's story. You know what it is. People are going to say what they're going to say regardless. You know what I'm saying? But also be okay with saying no without feeling the need to explain yourself. I had a situation like like that recently where um someone at someone invited me somewhere and I they but they sent it like to a, in a group text and they were like, you know, do y'all want to go do this? And I was like, no, I can't. And that's all I said. They didn't ask if they had asked me why I might have told this person. They didn't ask me why they came up with their own conclusion as to why and how I figured that out is then later they circled back with like an alternative to the original place they were going to go. And the way they came about it threw me off because they gave me no context. And so I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, no, I said no, because I can't commit to it's hard for me to commit to anything right now when I'm trying to build a business. You know what I'm saying? And also, there's probably going to be some overlap unless by the grace of God, like I said, investors, if you hear this and you are an investor, email me at TamaraTheDawn at gmail.com. You can access my email from my website, which is TamaraTheDawn.com. I will happily call you, video with you on Zoom, uh, send you my business plan, whatever, if anybody wants to be an investor. But until things are on and popping, there's going to be some overlap of me working a full-time job and running a business and still doing content because this is a therapeutic outlet for me. Therefore, it's hard to plan things that people want me to go to and be a part of right now. You got to be okay, though, in a healthy relationship, a healthy friendship, people should be okay with that. They should respect your boundaries. They should respect what you are trying to work towards. And if they are not, oh, you got to peep game and act accordingly. So that's my encouragement to y'all. At the end of the day, 
I just want y'all to be healthy in all the ways that I mentioned. I want you to understand your worth. I want unity. I want all these things. That's always the heart behind what I do. Even the petty Tam Tam episodes are because somebody was toxic. Like, I don't just go in on people trying to be malicious or trying to be whatever. It's just, it just be like that sometimes. And I just, ugh, I just feel like we got enough going on. Why you got to have people around you that are supposed to be your friends, family, whatever, that's being toxic. You know what I'm saying? So, Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Again, remember my live show is May 19th. That's a Wednesday. I'll be live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. And I'm going to have the Room for Roots founder as a guest on the live show. We're going to be talking about businesses and entrepreneurs. And there's gonna it's going to be more you know, detailed than that, of course. But then on May 22nd, we got the podcast happy hour on Chris's platform, Shenanigans with Friends podcast. That is going to be again at nine Eastern, eight Central, six Pacific. So thank y'all so ugh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, be safe, all that good stuff. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition, another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for Tim.